The Canadian Mint is uh, best known for making money, literally, uh, but perhaps it should spend some more time worrying about how it spends it, according at least to new research from the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Uh, through freedom of information, the organization found that members of the Mint's board of directors took full advantage of the organization's quite generous, it seems, travel policy. The bottom line, in the five meetings held from the start of 2019 to the start of 2020, board members expensed close to $140,000 in meeting travel costs. Well, here to tell us more about it is Chris Sims, the BC Director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Chris, thanks for your time tonight. Thanks for having us. This is an interesting study. It caught my eye when you tweeted it this morning, or at least when the CTF tweeted it. Mm-hmm. So what were, you, what were you looking for and what did you find? Well, we were just hunting around because, as we know, every dollar counts and every dollar used by the Canadian Mint in this context is taxpayers' money. So we were checking to see where these board members and folks were staying uh, when they were working. And it turns out they spent close to $51,000 on hotel stays and close to $74,000 on airfare. Now, these are not, you know, you know, Super 8 motel stays. They were staying routinely and exclusively at the Chateau Laurier and the Fairmont property that's there in Winnipeg. And not just that, they were staying in like the gold level executive rooms. So they're really sparing no expense, uh, even though it's coming at expense to taxpayers. And this is where we're saying, folks... We're more than a trillion dollars in debt here. Uh, Inflation is going crazy. Part of the reason why inflation is going crazy is because of the deficit spending. So everybody has a responsibility to stop wasting taxpayers' money, and this is clearly wasteful. I I guess, as far as reading your article, this is actually, uh, according to the Mint's own travel expense policy, uh, members of the board, senior management, are explicitly allowed to stay at the gold level. So this is is sort of permitted uh, by their own rules. Just because it's allowed doesn't mean that it's right. You know, it should pass what is a common sense test with a reasonable person. So should a reasonable person expect someone who's already making tons of money uh, working at the Mint to stay exclusively at the Chateau Laurier. And what's interesting is they tried to give the excuse or the reason, saying, oh, well, it's only a few blocks from the Mint. And anybody who's lived in Ottawa, as I have, it's right down the yeah. street. You just head down yeah, that way. Yeah, now, yeah it's, it's actually hard, harder to take a taxi than it is to walk. But, but they still did. They still yes. took taxis between the Chateau Laurier and the Mint because they tried to say, oh, well, this saves on taxi fare. So we A-tipped the taxis. Turns out they were still taking taxis. And so this is where it just shows you that this is just disregard for taxpayers' money. And then they tried to say something flippant like, oh, well, the Chateau gives you free Wi-Fi and free breakfast. Well, I stay at the you know, Holiday Inn, and they still give you free Wi-Fi and free hot breakfast. You know, they have to come up with a better reason than this, and it should be, you know what, this is too rich for the average person's blood. We're going to scale down the amount of money that we're spending on flights, which were all business class, and fancy hotels. Yeah, you found a few other examples here that I'm sure listeners would be curious to hear about. So it was taxis for that very short walk. And understand, if you're standing in front of the Chateau Laurier in Ottawa, mm-hmm. it is a hundred times faster to walk to the Mint than it is to take a cab because it literally has to go around, right? It's not. Oh uh, yeah, we're not you too. Can fa- see yeah, it. <laughs> like you, can you can see, see it, it from where you're standing. Yeah. Yeah. You, you found a few other examples too, and, and keep in mind this this is the board, right? The, this is the the board of the Mint, so they're coming from different parts of uh, of the continent, right? 
Yes, exactly. Uh, at one point, uh, board member Fiona McDonald had billed more than $5,000 to get back and forth from San Francisco to Ottawa in November of 2019. Uh, we also found that they were flying to other parts of North America. And the reason why they were doing that is that apparently they were commuting from homes that they own in other fancy places around North America and then billing us for it to come to the meetings. So again, this is not, you know, your average working Canadian's life. Um, and that's fine. We know that we employ and have some special people working on these boards, but they should also keep in mind the little guy and the person who's running the till, the person who's driving the bus that is paying for their night at the chateau. Especially with prices. I mean, this fast forward to now, prices are going up, airfares are going up, people are probably, if there was limited tolerance for this three years ago, there's probably even less tolerance for it. Now, you mentioned it briefly earlier, but the Mint did respond to you. Uh, they did come back to you with some reasonings behind how this works. You mentioned a few of them. Uh, how would you uh, sort of sum up what it is they were telling you? Because the way I read it was like, you know, there's nothing wrong with this, please go away. Yeah, that's how I read it, too. In fact, I got a distinct whiff of we're entitled to our entitlements as oh, folks who famously... Speaking of, fa speaking of yeah. famous mint comments. Yeah, yes. exactly. Isn't that fun, right? No pun intended. Um, double mint. <laughs> so <laughs> they are entitled to their entitlements. And it turns out that they never stay... Just give you an example. So sometimes you can get like a smoking hot deal at a Fairmont place if it's the last minute or something like that. They never once slept in a room that was cheaper than 300 bucks, sometimes as far as $800. So these are gold level rooms. And the, the tone I got back and my colleagues got back through filing these access information uh, requests was that we're entitled to this and go ahead and pay. And again, if this, does, if this upsets people, um, they should phone their MP and, and phone the finance minister, phone the treasury board minister and say, you know what, this is not an acceptable use of my tax dollars, and I expect you to rein in spending. And it is possible. You know, back when, you know, the Reform Party first started, it was unheard of for a member of parliament to fly what some people call coach. They were always flying first class all the time. That changed. That changed the culture. When, the Reform, when Preston Manning got in there, he said, no, no, all of my MPs will fly coach. Now it's standard for every MP of every party to fly coach and not bill taxpayers a, a gross amount. Um, here in British Columbia, W.A.C. Bennett, one of the most beloved premiers of the province, he personally negotiated major labor contracts down to the quarter because he thought it was important. He made his staff get his permission to make a long-distance phone call because he respected taxpayers' money in that way. And so we're calling on this to become the norm again, the culture again in Ottawa, because we frankly can't afford it otherwise. Yeah, I was just reading some of what they told you about board directors will often have a complimentary breakfast with their morning meetings. When their morning meeting schedules allow it, private and secure business facilities allow board directors to continue working together outside of scheduled board meetings. I, I, I don't mean to cast doubt on that, but really, really, are they, are they working that? Like, are these, you know, complete 14-hour days? Are they hammering out some sort of major business here where they need to be around each other all the time? I mean, I don't blame them for staying at the, at, at, at the, at the Fairmount if they can. I mean, obviously, it's nice, but sure. it's, not their, it's not their money. But it's is it officially money. required all the time? Um, you and no. I, with experience in media, we've been on the road a lot. We know what it's like to work on the road. And frankly, you've got free Wi-Fi and free breakfast and boardrooms that you can book. We just finished booking one for our Teddy Waste Awards. It cost about right. 200 bucks. You know, it's, it's possible to save money uh, while still getting your work done. 
Yeah, I mean, I've stayed at I've stayed at many a bad hotel that had that had Wi Fi exactly. and breakfast. Uh, so where to? I mean, you know, I obviously this uh, FOI, all this information dated back to before the pandemic. Uh, mm-hmm. Certainly, I don't imagine they've been traveling much since. Uh, but this does seem like an opportunity now that travel will no doubt resume, and it's going to be more expensive. One gets the impression uh, yes. this will probably be an opportune time to sort of look to review these uh, these particular um, you know these particular policies. I would imagine. Yes, you hit the nail on the head. And we're hopeful, especially now that a bit more attention is being paid to this uh, spending, that they can go look back and say, you know what? Um, Yeah, the last two years were awful for a billion reasons. But did we learn something from it? Maybe we can do a lot of this by Zoom. Maybe we don't need to be jumping on a first-class jet all the time. Uh, Probably uh, it's better for everybody uh, if we could just save some money and do this remotely. And then when they do need to travel, just rein it in a bit. You know, we're not asking them to sleep in their cars we get it. But can you at least drop it down to a Holiday Inn? Or at least don't stay in the gold room. At least don't take a taxi two blocks. Just pare it down. Or if you know your meeting is coming up, if you're meeting, I mean, these meetings aren't impromptu, right? And they could book these things <laughs> months in advance if they wanted to. Uh, but I mean, we've all worked with, I mean, I've worked within corporations as well. I mean, it becomes yeah. sort of a reflex. They're like, oh yeah, just a, we're all headed to Winnipeg, just book the Fairmount, right? I mean, that's what you do. Sure. Uh, I, I think it's that reflex that we're, that we're hoping. Are you, are you confident that there'll be any, any reaction to, to this? You know, if enough normal people, average working people who are listening right now, they say, you know what, that's kind of gross. I think that that's a bit excessive. If enough average people write in their own words an email to the minister responsible, so the Treasury Department or the Finance Minister, Christy Freeland, be polite, but be firm, make a point, say that this is a waste of my money, it will trickle down. Those of us who've worked in government, I've done so as well. For every one email you get, you assume a hundred other constituents feel the same way. Same thing as a caller on a radio show. And if enough of us call and email, it will get down to this board. And they'll say, hey, fellas, let's scale back on the caviar here and stick to a bit more canned tuna. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yep. Yeah, the holiday, the days in is nice at this time of year. And if, if all of us can stay there, then, you know. Uh, Chris Sims, it's right downtown uh, good, by Rideau Center. There's, there's like is, four it's actually hotels e- right there. It's actually, there are actually easier hotels to get to the mint from. Yep. And the Chateau Laurier, as nice as it, as nice as it, and it's not even that. I mean, no offense to Fairmont, it's a nice looking hotel, but there are other hotels are just as comfortable. They're just as well. and way more Chris, functional. You know, it's not a big castle. <laughs> exactly, Chris Sims. Thanks so much for your time today. Anytime, take care.